Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 182 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of October 3rd, 2023. Happy Mean Girls Day. That's perfect for you, Jamie. You're such a mean girl. It's October 3rd. Coming up on today's show, new Epcot cast member costumes debut. Exciting returns. Bring me the catch-up. Oh, seasonal, my gosh. A new seasonal pass is introduced, and in our main segment, we finish up our deep dive into the Disney dining plan. This is the Circus 71 Podcast. I'll see you in a bit. All right, Donna, on to the news. We're going to start off at Epcot, um, which we should also, by the way, say, uh, as we're recording this on October 1st, happy birthday, Epcot, happy birthday, Magic Kingdom, and Walt Disney World as a whole. Yeah, I was looking at my Facebook memories this morning from two years ago at Magic Kingdom and all the, the cool things I did. I was on like a mission to try to do all the original park opening attractions from what was then 50 years ago. And now, of course, it's 52 years ago. So it was fun to look at those memories. Yeah, very cool. So uh, at Epcot, cast members debut new World Celebration costumes at Epcot. Um, and if you're not 100% sure where World Celebration is, it's the current <laughs> crater that is in the center screen um, of Epcot, which, as we talked about last week, um, I think we did, actually. Uh, D23 said World Celebration in some form will be open by December. So, new cast member costumes made partially of recycled material have debuted at Epcot. Um, these new costumes are primarily a dark shade of gray um, with some light, slightly lighter uh, detailing. Um, uh, some replicate the exterior appearance of Spaceship Earth um, that has obviously served as the park icon since the very um, beginning. Um, some of these have different pops of color, some green, blue, purple, um, depending on where the cast members are in the uh, in the park. So I got to say, I kind of like them, actually. I think they're cool looking. Right. Donna, I can't hear you. How about now? Now I can. Please tell me why when my phone fell asleep and I was mid-sentence before, it was fine. And then I continued to try to talk and I have to wake it back up. Well, I actually didn't hear anything you said. I don't know if our listeners did or not. Are you dead serious? So like when we were talking about, no, yes, you did. Because you acknowledged that I said I had looked at my Facebook memories. I'm sorry. After I, I meant after I finished talking about the article. Okay, well, what I'm saying is my phone fell asleep while I was speaking before, and apparently that was fine, but now it's not. I have to gotcha. keep touching it, so that's uh, really cool. Okay. 
So what Poking do you think buttons, about the costumes? Just like you like to do with me. Um, what I think about the costumes, I, I mean, they're fine. They're nothing that's super, super exciting to me one way or the other. Um, I'd rather them get the area open before worrying about costuming the cast members, personally. You know what I like, and I know this isn't really going to be a big thing to you. Um, I like that they have kind of that Epcot ring logo um, on the sleeves. I, I really... I don't know why they kind of beta tested um, bringing the, the pavilion logos back and have kind of minimized them. Um, I, Cause I, I think that's cool. I think it's, Oh, you know, I look at that and I know that's world of motion and, you know, the test track and transportation pavilion and things like that. So I, I'd like to see more of a presence there, which, you know, if they're on the sleeves, I think that's, that's a cool thing. You would. Okay. Go ahead. You I, know what else you would do? <laughs> I mean, depends on where you're going with that. You would include the fact that they've added the pumps back on the condiment bar as not only a housekeeping story, but also something worthy of sending me via text today during my son's birthday party. You didn't tell me it was his birthday party, number one. Number two... I am super excited about this, and I'll tell you why, but go ahead. Jamie, let me just say, when I saw it come across my wrist, I said to Andrew, I was like, can you, can you look at that story really quickly? I want to see what Jamie sent us. And he goes, oh, the topping bar is back at Cosmic Rays. And I was like, that's awesome. Hey, Mom, guess what? The topping bar is back at Cosmic Rays. So until this moment, when I was looking at the story, I went off of what my husband said, which is what you sent him. Oh, my God. Sent him, or what he thought he read. And now I'm aggravated because it's nothing like the toppings bar. Guys, Jamie sent me a text message to notify me that the ketchup, ranch, and barbecue pumps are working again on the toppings bar. Andrew just walked in because he heard himself on blast. Andrew, this is not the toppings bar. This is not the slices of tomato and the lettuce and the pickles and everything else. This is the pumps instead of getting a packet of ketchup or a packet of something. Send it to why did you give me that information? I thought it was. I didn't think you sent us something about the pumps. Who cares no, if the ketchup and it, mustard and barbecue no, wait, pumps no, are wait back? Wait a minute. In fairness, when I sent this article, I guess Andrew also missed the caption that I wrote of now bring back the fixins bar. No. At Pecos Bill. Said, bring this back at pa bring this at Pecos Bill. Yeah, because there wasn't a fixins bar at Cosmic Rays. There was too. Yeah, bring back fixings bar at Pecos Bill, which I that's why yeah. I assumed it meant that. It well, was poor bar. assumption. Go away. Yeah, I, should, I never assumed with Jamie. We don't eat a cosmic rays enough. The only thing I care about a cosmic rays is the unlimited pickles. I want to give you a pickle. <laughs> I mean, you can that joke writes itself. But nevertheless, the article that I sended to Donna earlier. <laughs> said <laughs> that <laughs> I can't laugh because I'll start coughing. The pump dispensers containing ketchup, ranch, barbecue sauce, and mayonnaise have returned to the topping bar at the counter service restaurant. These, um, This is the first time these pumps have appeared since 2020. Which, if you've ever... Donna, if you have ever gone to Cosmic Rays for, let's say, chicken fingers and fries... And 
you only use ketchup, which is those stupid little packets. They like my son. You couldn't even get like the what they have at Chick Fil A now, like the dipping trays. You had those that give you this minuscule amount of ketchup. Ketchup, and, and I just, I was happy they were back. But it's it's so. This is where I, I it drives me crazy. It's so dumb that it took this long to come back to Cosmic Rays, but they're at the ABC commissary. They're at, um, I, I had one in my head that I lost. I'm, I'm, I think they're back. They were back at um, Casey's forever mm-hmm. ago. Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. How, how can you be that inconsistent? Have you been to Disney World? And I also said bring it back to Cosmic Rays because that was always way better than this trash. You just said Cosmic Rays, not Pecos Bill, neither your pumpkin nuts. Yeah, bring it back there. So, all right. Well, I'm taking the next story as well, since that was your story. I'm pretty sure that that was not a newsworthy story, which is why I didn't bother reading the article to our readers, readers, listeners, whatever they are. English and speaking is difficult. It's been a day. (laughs) All dates are now sold out for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Magic Kingdom. The um, and Donna, you and I actually talked about this off podcast. That um, up until a day or two ago, was it that you text me that mm-hmm. called that there was only the um, November first date still available? Um, but as of September the thirtieth, this past Saturday, um, all <laughs> oh, excuse me, all tickets are now sold out. Yeah, Friday morning, um, well, actually Wednesday, I had a client and friend say, hey, um, can you please purchase seven not-so-scary Halloween party tickets for us for ten twenty nine? So I checked, I sent her back the pricing, said, hey, please confirm that I should do this. Heard nothing back, figured she was still thinking on it. Friday morning, I get a text from her, hey, I'm sorry I didn't get back to you. I now see ten twenty nine is sold out. Please grab eleven one, you know, for all seven of us. And I responded because they had used... Um, some Disney gift cards to pay for other portions of their vacation. I said, Hey, do you want to, you want to buy some Disney gift cards to send to me? I said, my only concern is this party now being the last one will go because people hear this is my last chance to go. And you know, that's it. So fortunately she said, ping my card right now, like get them, purchase them. Don't wait around. And it was shortly after this was Friday morning. It was shortly after that, that I saw that um, people were no longer able to buy them. So I'm really, really glad for them that they got in for the first and this is awesome. I, I mean, we've talked about the parties, both of them. I, it's so much fun. Um, if if you're able to go, I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, if, if cost is not necessarily a, a major, major issue, but it's fun. It, it's really, really a good time. I agree. I'm not going to argue. It's it's so. it's one of those things where every year I complain about how expensive it is, and then every year it sells out, so it's not getting any cheaper anytime soon. No. You know, the only thing that I honestly could see happening, Donna, is similar to what they're doing in um, in the Christmas season. I know they're not on the same nights, but um, adding a party at Hollywood Studios yeah. for, for Halloween next year, which I think is such a home run idea. Um, I'm surprised that didn't come out before um, the one for the uh, holiday season. So, 
Agreed. All right. Um, no uh, stellar transition from you. Uh, all right, my little pumpkin, your turn. Oh, I am a little pumpkin. Um, so Jamie's favorite thing ever: the scavenger <laughs> hunt like that have returned. Or, or, more like a jackass lantern. <laughs> Actually, good. I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> it took me a minute to not cough it out. <laughs> oh, what did I call you last week on the show? And it took you a hot second to process what I had called you—a oh, doofus or something. I forget. Uh, Pluto's pumpkin pursuit uh, has returned at Epcot. It's again the the seek and find around, um, you know, mostly World Showcase area. Although, as I say that, this particular map actually has a lot that are not um, World Showcase area. It's talking about Odyssey, Test Track area, Guardians of the Galaxy. So this might even be the reverse, James. Yeah, I actually think it's mostly in World what Discovery, we would have called World future celebration, world, right? world nature. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, that's kind of fun. Um, you know what, James? Duh. It's because hide and squeak still happening. Right. Um, although, what is Showcase Plaza? I think it's the entrance near International Gateway. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, that, I mean, that's pretty far back in Epcot. It's just not necessarily in the countries. Right. So in any case, um, back, obviously, this is significantly more limited than Hide and Squeak, which is the entire festival. Um, so it's a cute little pumpkin you can get um, in addition to Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak. The Pumping Pursuit appears to be the same price, $9.99 for the map, available at Creations, Disney Traders, or World Traveler. Um, I'm trying to see. Oh, that's actually kind of cute. The Redemption things look like they're cute little, um, like, I don't want to say water bottle, Sippers. just a drinking vessel. Yeah. Um, pumpkin shaped. <laughs> drinking vessel. <laughs> I love that marketing you just pulled out. What is wrong with you? Vessel. I mean, it's a Nothing that I can fix in one night. Um, but yeah, little, little pumpkin shape with um, nods to it appears to be Goofy, Stitch, Minnie, Mickey, and Pluto. Um, yeah, they're pretty cute. Um, $9.99. Jamie, I'm looking for dates. Um, it just says limited time Halloween, but I don't see a date for um, when this is available. Through uh, October 31st. Oh, no, no. Those are the treats. I'm sorry. my Donna, not to be smart, my guess is through Halloween. Maybe the month of through, October. Yeah, maybe yeah. November 1st, but I, I don't see it past there, but... Um, yeah, I don't think that's actually officially listed anywhere, but my guess would be October. Well, you know, Jamie would be playing it if he could. I, these are fantastic. I, I love these so much. And I mean, the, the pumpkins are, I mean, cute. I mean, look at the Olaf pumpkin. How cute is that picture? <laughs> yeah, but that's not one of the, re the redemption things. The redemption things, I, I think could be a little bit better because they're really just yeah. kind of standard with the exception of the ears different and a, a, like a second a secondary decal cute but I, I, I think I've seen some better things so 
Oh, you meant okay. I see what you, I couldn't figure out what the heck you meant. Okay, yeah, I see the sticker you're talking about. The sticker, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, okay, I, I had to go back any, to the article. Yeah, I haven't seen any pictures on what the actual um, pumpkin itself looks like. So, all right, next up from I don't know, I got nothing. Returning boat transportation across <clears throat> Bay Lake. Between Disney's Contemporary Resort, Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campgrounds, and Dil's, Disney's... Disney. Excuse you? <laughs> <laughs> you just said something that was not Disney. Something in my mind, I don't know. I didn't say a full word, I guess. And, oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> and Disney's Wilderness Lodge will return after a long absence um, Donna, as we're recording this today, October the 1st, um, 2023, this will be the first time, um, since pre-COVID, what is known as the Blue Route, um, not to be confused with 476 in Pennsylvania, um, will be running. Um, this route will be available to guests daily beginning at 3 p.m. Um, despite Donna's best, <laughs> um... Uh, forcible wishes. This does not take you to the Magic Kingdom, which is obnoxious. It is a loop, um, a resort loop. So you could go if you are at the Contemporary, want to go to Fort Wilderness for Hoopty Doo, or you know Wilderness Lodge or whatever. Um, this uh, water taxi um, route will take you between those three um, resort properties because um, you can walk. From the contemporary or monorail to the magic kingdom which honestly that this is a big deal in my mind for people staying at the campground um would it to to taxi to like contemporary to walk to magic you mean that in my opinion yeah yeah i, I could i could see that or or you know what I, I could also see it a lot of people like i said going to fort wilderness um you know, it, it's it's interesting that that Hoopty Doo is so difficult to get to at times. And, you know, previously Trails End when that was, you know, a table service restaurant. Because um, that can be a bit of a pain as well. But I should I, I did also want to mention it's called the Blue Route because you are looking at for a blue flag that will Correct. Um, uh, indicate that's the word I'm looking for what the particular route is because there is watercraft that you can take from uh wilderness lodge to the magic kingdom and does fort wilderness have oh it has to yes it does because i did it yes yeah fort wilderness to magic kingdom has boat transportation correct yeah so um always have to look out for the flags and if you have any questions while you're there you can certainly ask a transportation cast member do we get to go to my favorite store yet? I figure this would be um, yours. I meant to text this to you and got away from it. Do you me. think I didn't see this? Yeah. We should start off with, it's a rumor, but Donna, why don't you illuminate us? So this story, again, Jamie said rumor, 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 but we try not to report too many rumors unless there's a little bit more smoke behind them. So there was a rumor, as you guys may have remembered, and I think Jamie and I even talked about it a little bit on podcast, that next year, 2024, 
paint the night will be coming to Disneyland because I think I remember saying to Andrew like oh I guess we're gonna go three years in a row and he very quickly shot that down no we're not going three years in a row so now there is stronger rumor circulating that paint the night will not be returning next year but rather and Jamie this makes sense to me not until 2025 as part of Disneyland's 70th anniversary celebration. So Jamie, Val, Andrew, and I saw Paint the Night in 2015 when we went for the 60th anniversary celebration. Um, so it, it lines up for me that this is definitely a plausible um, rumor. I still am bitter Betty that we didn't get anything about Disney World as far as nighttime parades go for the 50th. So I would love to see for the 70th, Paint the Night, the most spectacular parade I have ever seen. And I've seen quite a few of them. Um, I would love to see that come back to Disneyland. So, babe, we get one summer off, but we go in, in the following year instead. 2025. Okay, sounds good. Bring the Andrew and not me. <laughs> so yeah i i feel like i 70th maybe on our how old would peyton be two years so she would be six she could probably handle that flight oh the flight would be easy for her it's the long days that are harder yeah so um i also saw and i didn't put this it was sort of another rumor uh, that Disney uh, recent casting has been for um, a parade at DCA as well um, is a rumor. So maybe that's coming sooner and then Paint the Night got kicked to 2025. I just don't know why you would hold this in the can. Like just to say it's for the 70th because it's not going to be, at least we don't think, going to be new. It's, it's just right. going to like come out of the storage, which I find, I think that's the part that I find a little bit odd. Um, but either way, fantastic parade. It's amazing. Um, and, and I love that music from um, Wreck-It Ralph, right? When can I, mm -hmm. when can we do this again? Um, it, it's, it's so cool. So amazing. Something else that is cool and chilling and wet and new Walt Disney World is offering a water park seasonal pass for winter and spring that is currently on sale the passes will be valid through May 24th 2024 Donna I'm going to assume that's Memorial Day weekend without even looking it's gotta be yeah um with no blackout dates now um, Disney did previously sell a separate water park annual pass that they have not brought back, um, you know, since before or, you mm -hmm. know, with, with COVID. Um, so that has not been brought back as a separate, not as an add on that you can do to a standard, um, regular pass. So this seasonal pass is, uh, priced at $79 for ages, it says nine and up in this article, but that should be 10 and up. 
um, and $73 for children aged 3 to 9. As usual, children under 3 are guests of Mickey and don't need a ticket. Um, a standard day, day ticket for an adult is $69 and $63 for a kid. Um, so that means you can add over six months of a water park access for an extra 10 bucks. Um, should also mention, according to the Walt Disney World website, the passes are good for both Typhoon or Blizzard Beach, whichever is open, leading even more credence to um, the one, not both. One, not both. Right. Um, it looks like at some point, we don't have a date for this, but most likely Blizzard Beach will be reopening at some point. Um, when Typhoon between Lagoon, now and next May, <laughs> yeah, when Typhoon Lagoon goes down um, for refurbishment, but I actually saw an aerial um, photo of Blizzard Beach recently, and they're actually doing a lot of work um, behind. I want to say Runoff Rapids. Um, I think uh, well, actually, where they just put in that tube lift, so that that's kind <laughs> of interesting in and of itself, but. Um, I gotta say, I think it's a pretty good deal, actually, Donna. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, and you get, you know, depending on when you're going, could still get those hot Florida days where you want to take half a day at, at the water park or whatever the case may be. And and both are thematically amazing, and I, I love both water parks. I think they're a ton of fun. Underrated. I mean, A, price rise, slam dunk home run, for sure. And B... As much as we, as now people who've lived in Florida for 10 years, might say, oh, it's getting a little cooler to go to a water park. Not yet, because it's still so freaking hot. But in the coming, you know, months, we will certainly say that. Folks visiting from other climates, you know, even you coming down from Pennsylvania, you probably in November, if the high is 78, might go, oh, this is great, let's go. Whereas I'd be like, um, I'm in my sweatshirt right now, I'm not going in a water park. So really depending on, on where you're from and, and what you're used to, it just it's such a home run. Such a home run. Yeah. Although it was like I don't know, what was it? Seventy the other day, and Aiden was like, I'm so cold. You know, when we were there in Ju <laughs> June, we had to buy both Aiden and Peyton sweatshirts to bring you. You told me because it was yeah, you told me the restaurants were too cold for him. Which, well, because it's I so darn it. hot outside, they then crank oh, the AC, so it. you do feel and if you're there yeah, for you an do hour feel cold. or so, like, I get it, but nevertheless, I love this, I think this is awesome, I, I just, I would love to see both open at the same time since before COVID, but, you know, things, so, nevertheless, Donna, we'll take a quick break, and we will finish up our discussion on the Disney Dining Plan. All right, Donna, and we are back with our third and final Disney Dining Plan Deep Dive. Um, before, hopefully our listeners remember, we did a series on how you can really come out pretty far ahead on the 
um, Disney dining plan. And then the following week or a couple weeks later, um, I believe I taught, did it with Andrew, um, where we kind of got screwed by the Disney dining <laughs> plan a little bit. So um, a 30 second recap of that, Jamie would be that by and large, you do well with a Disney dining plan under a few um, conditions. Number one, you're a person who will drink alcohol with your quick service meals. Number two, sorry, yes, with, uh, but m- for me, it, for me at least, it's more specifically <laughs> that you will for quick service in addition to table right. service. Um, that you will partake in at least some character dining experiences. And probably not surprising to people who have paid for children at Walt Disney World before for food. If you have kiddos between the ages of three and nine and partner that with character dining, it is a home run. Yeah, so the the kind of um, culmination, I guess you could say, of the entire deep dive that we did, and I just want to do a very small recap to kind of um, calibrate us a little bit, was total cost and then what we would have spent and that that percentage. So if you let's say the Disney dining plan cost $1000 and you would have paid $1000 for food out of pocket not including like discounts or things like that then you are at 100%. You recouped if you will everything that you put on into it. So when I did the deep dive with Andrew I um, went super, super cheap. As you said, no alcohol, cheapest restaurants I could find, um, which included for table service, Beaches and Cream, the Plaza, Via Napoli, Mama Melrose, without a Fantasmic package. And I recouped 55.04%. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Now, um, in fairness, I don't think I calculated snacks for that. Um so let's call it, let's be over generous and say 60%. Fair. So on the way ahead plan, um, and once again, I don't think I factored in snacks for this. I um, was at 122% being at Tusker House, Tusker House, excuse me, Chef Mickey's, Garden Grill, and Hollywood and Vine for the Fantasmic package. And they were both... Um, two adults, two kids, three to nine, um, for reference. Correct. So pretty, I mean, that's a crazy difference, <laughs> you know, if we look at it. And we just did for those um, two things, four nights. So what I decided to do for our third deep dive here was what I think, and I actually went, you know, Peyton, Aiden, where do you guys want to go to eat? You know, how about this restaurant? How about this? Um, and I really wanted to kind of isolate a little bit more of the table service plans. So what I did was I put, um, I averaged all of the, you know, with the alcohol um, from our, our let's come out ahead plan. Right. Um, and for everything, dinner and quick service, I added uh, per drink $15 for Valenite. And that's kind of standard on average, um, you know, what you might get somewhere around there for an alcoholic beverage. Um, you know, it's usually in that 12 to maybe 17, 18 type of range, depending on what you're getting. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there was any other caveats. So every quick service that I did, and I also wanted to kind of guard for the law of averages. So instead of just doing four nights, two, three, four, five, six, I did seven. Okay. Oh, okay. To, to kind of expand it out a little bit. Um, a, because I just did an average for each quick service. So we don't really have to go through that. Um, and I didn't want to say, okay, so I'm doing two buffets and two character dinings and coming out at 130%. I wanted a real, what could this look like where we would be looking at going? Now, let me say this, Jamie. Would this discussion and running these numbers, could this actually end up impacting your family's choices? Sorry, bad time to ask that question. You were sipping something. <laughs> um, in terms of, oh, we don't come out ahead on that particular day or for the entire week? For the week. Um. Could it? Yes. Now, I'm going to say with that caveat, I always give the 10% discount, right. so to speak, of for the prepay. So, you know, if I'm looking at my total percentage, if I hit 90%, I'm going for it. Okay. Okay. So, and do you have the document up, Donna, or no? I wasn't sure if you wanted me to. So, no, I didn't click anything. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't think you need to. It's fine. Um, so quick service restaurant each night comes to an average of $75.20. Um, okay. that, that includes the two $15 drinks, two adult entrees, two kid entrees. And like I said, I really wanted to isolate the table service because could the quick service impact? Probably. But I think, and I think you would agree with this, Donna, the table service is going to be a bigger change. Um, I would agree. You know, for where you're going to be. Um, so uh, the first one may actually surprise you a little bit, Donna. Um, but I've heard and saw, seen some good recent reviews, and one of them was my own. Um, oh, the Turf Club. <laughs> no, not the Turf Club. Although that was good. I, You know, I, I we had a good meal there. I don't, I don't know why that gets such a bad rub. Um, speaking of which, that you mentioned the Turf Club. Did I tell you news about that? The chef, yep. I did. Um, the chef from Flying Fish is now at the Turf Club. Crazy enough. But, uh, no, we are going to do the Fantasmic Package at Hollywood and Vine. Ooh. Yeah, because a couple of reasons. Number one, we have not seen the characters in the summer costumes they're really cute and i think they're you know like you i think donald's like a lifeguard or something like that. yeah yeah we haven't done it for the summer um i think we've only done it for the holiday season i think okay um yeah we've never done we saw one the other day where it was uh the whatever scream and dine or whatever they call it um, yeah um so and the costumes were super cute um so that price for the total uh, two adults, two kids, two drinks, um, $238. Um, per night on the dining plan, it costs 
So our total bill for that day, um, not including snacks, was $313.20 for a difference of $65.26. And if you include $24 in snacks, which we did $6 for each, um, coming out ahead $89.26. So that's a pretty darn nice savings. I would agree. Um, so day two, it gets a little bit more interesting because, and this, and we've told you about this restaurant. I think you guys have went because of how well rec- we recommended it um, at Caribbean Beach Resort, Resort um, which for a family um, style meal, it's super, super cheap, mm-hmm. which is not something you necessarily want on the Disney dining plan. Correct. Um, for adults, um, $35 each, kids, $19. Once again, I added the $30 um, drink kicker um, for a total bill of $138, which, Donna, is $100 less than... Um, Hollywood and Vine Fantasmic package. Well, remember, you're with that Fantasmic package, you're not only getting the characters, you're getting their reserved seating. So, honest to God, Jamie, with that dollar amount, $100, $25 per person for seating and characters, I don't think that that's that absurd. Yeah. No, no, I agree. That's a good point. Um, and we should also mention, just for clarity's sake, we are working under the assumption Fantasmic package will be a singular credit. Correct. We don't have any evidence to say the contrary, so I'm Correct. going to assume status quo plays. Fair. Um, I just I don't see them going a double credit for that. I just don't. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll see. So um, for that total night, um, pre snacks comes to two thirteen twenty. Um, for a loss, we'll call it of thirty four dollars and seventy four cents. Adding in the $24 in snacks, a loss of $10.74. Okay, so that day, $10.74, but the previous day, $89 in the green. So, you know, by day, a loss. Loss, sure. Uh, but overall, still doing better with the with the Disney dining plan. Correct. Um, now, originally, for my next um, meal, and you know we're not really big like breakfast people i originally did ohana for dinner shockingly enough aiden cannot stand those noodles <laughs> you're not eat any noodles in the face of the planet yeah he does not like those things um so val and i were talking and i think because we've never done this we looked at doing ohana for breakfast we loved the breakfast jamie um, so, I, and I said, you know, Aiden, Peyton, would you guys want to do this character breakfast? They have, uh, Lilo and Stitch. And at first the reaction was, cause I guess we haven't watched the movie in, in, I don't know, probably six or eight months. They go, who's Lilo? Oh, <laughs> oh it was crazy. And was, like they got obsessed with that movie for weeks. Um, which was funny enough. And then I said, it's Stitch's friend. You remember? And then they remembered and they're like, yeah, sure. You know, we'll go. Um, so admittedly the breakfast is cheaper, not significantly, but it is. Um, so for, actually, I think it is Don. I think it, it may be more, 
because I think the dinner was $59 for an adult. So you're looking at a $14 difference for adults. But you're also getting characters in the morning, which you don't in the evening. So, you know, when you look at it like that, like pretty good value. So um, for adults for the dinner or for, excuse me, for the breakfast buffet, uh, well, all you care to eat, eat family style, $4 for the kids. It's $29.30 kicker for drinks, $178 bill. Um, adding in the quick service total for that day, two fifty three twenty. To come out ahead, $5.26. Add in the snacks, $29.26 for me on the day. Not bad. So, and once again, did that for dinner. I, I come out a lot more ahead, probably closer to eh, 50 maybe even $60 ahead. Here's the thing, though, Jamie, that I think is really important to stress. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in this three-part series that you have done what I consider to be a realistic Mm -hmm. plan because I don't know very many people who every single day, every single day are going to do character dining, nor do I know a ton of clients who look for everything but characters. I think there is a nice mix of that. So that's why I'm most excited for this conversation because I think it gives us the best, most realistic look. Correct. Um, and I wanted to, to frame it as, okay, where do we think we're going to go? Um, and then base it off of that. So our next restaurant that we wanted to do, which I don't think you've done this yet, Donna, and this is another run, don't walk. Um, cause the meal we had there was outstanding. Um, and this was at homecoming at Disney Springs. Excuse me, we're the ones who told you to go there, butthead. Really? Yes. I think your uh, your phone. I can still hear you, but I just didn't want to lose you there. Um, really? Okay, I didn't remember that. Yeah, the chicken and waffles I think I got, or a chicken donut thing. Amazing. Jamie, the best sangria on property. You know what? I think we did get that, too. Or, uh-huh. or at least because I told you to. I told you to. Yeah. No, okay. It was good. And you know what? The, 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 here's where the it's interesting with the dining plan. And I did look it up. They are accepting the dining plan. Um $32 for either me or Val, $34 for the other adult and the kids meal 10 bucks a piece. It's wild, isn't it? So once again, it's almost like the opposite. You want it to be more expensive with the dining plan, but total for that day, uh, to- <laughs> excuse me, total for homecoming, $116, which it's really not for bad. a family of four, that's hard to beat. Um, it is, spoiler alert, the cheapest um I mean, by far. The next closest was Sebastian's at 138 So cheapest overall table service on this list. Um, so a total per night of $191.20 for a difference of a loss of $56.74. Factor in the $24 in snacks, $32.74 loss. I found this on the web. Oh, really? Yes. Good to know, Siri. Yes, it was. <laughs> um 
gosh, thoughts on this one. So first of all, I'm really surprised at that price point. I think it's the kids meals, to be honest with you, because being, (laughs) being honest, the two times Andrew and I have done homecoming, we haven't brought Munchkin with us. We've gone with friends, adult friends. Okay. So we have not had kids along either time. So I think because of that, we had a few more drinks and we, I think we were more likely to get like an appetizer and things like that. Um, so uh, our bill was significantly higher. So I guess I was surprised by that price point. But $10 kids meals, man, that's huge. It's unbelievable. Um, and the food is so good. Um, I mean, we spent, we did T-Rex, which Aiden loves and asks every time if we were going back there. Um, and it was okay, um, I think you had a bad experience because we have never had a bad meal at T-Rex or either Rainforest Cafe locations or Yak and Yeti for that matter, those Landry's restaurants. Right. We actually don't mind that much when Anthony begs to go to T-Rex or Rainforest because as much as it's expensive, the food's always been really good. I've gotten some amazing salmon dishes there. The last salmon dish I got at T-Rex, I'm literally salivating thinking about just a couple weeks ago when we went. It was so stinking good. Yeah, that, and that's what we got, the, the, or at least, I, excuse me, that's what I got. Um, and I thought it was good, just, I don't know, I, I guess I didn't expect it to be as loud as it was. It was really Very loud. loud. Um, so, overall loss that day of 32.74, as I said, um, with the snacks. Moving on to our next restaurant um, at Hollywood Studios, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Mm. We love this place was awesome. Um, and everybody wanted to go back uh, $45 for adults, 25 for kid kids toss in the 30 for drinks, $170 meal for the total bill two for, or total for the day, two forty five twenty or a loss of $2.74 <laughs> factor in the $24 in snacks, 2126 ahead. Yeah. So now, Jamie, let me ask you this, because again, I, I want to be as, as realistic as we can with this. If you guys were out of pocket 100%, would you be buying that many snacks during the day? Like, I've seen your kids ask for like a random hot dog. I don't know that I've seen them ask for like a pretzel or things like that. They do like, we, we'll usually... You know, if they ask for a snack, oh, why don't we? We do get pretzels for them a lot. I, the problem is, I'm trying. When will we be going? June, so probably Flower and Garden would be going on. So we may use them at the food booths, kind of thing. Okay. Um, it, it's I, I know a lot of people use that that argument as a reason to to not do the dining plan, and and my counter argument is always, well. I mean, I could just go and eat chicken fingers and fries, or I could go to the McDonald's by Animal Kingdom and, and not eat at the parks. So I, I, I always try and be apples to apples comparison, like, you know, dollars to donuts, so to speak, that the only way to compare it is to assume, yes, you would buy the same amount of food. Um, most of the time we're going to go, even when we're paying out of pocket, like, we, we pretty much always did a table service dinner. Um, even not even usually a breakfast. So the snacks may be a little bit wonky, but I don't think 
it would be a huge difference. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think, even if I did $12 worth of snacks, which I think is reasonable, like two pretzels a day, something like that. Um, it's not going to change anything from I come out ahead to I have a loss. What are your June dates? I'm on my calendar. This definitely has to happen on podcast. Um, oh, good. Just in case anybody wants to rob my house. Um, because they all know where you live. June. Well, my sister does. She listens to the show. Your sister probably has a key to your house. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know we're leaving, or at least plan to leave June 8th. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that we're on a cruise the 8th to the 15th. The 8th to the what? 8th to the 15th. Oh. Right now I'm scheduled to stay through the 18th, but that may change. I don't have flights or anything yet because they're not going to come out till the end of October. Okay, well, thanks for uh, thanks for playing that while we were out of town. That's cool. I, I mean, I we go that same week in June for, I don't know, last four years. I didn't think you were out that early. Yeah. Good talk. So anyways, um, so we did round up rodeo. We came out with snacks. Oh, you were not in Disney two summers ago when I was in Alaska and the following year dropped because you ran all of my quotes for me on June 8th. Well, it may not have been June 8th, but it's that same day because we get out of school the same time. Okay, continue. It's done how calendars work. Like this day next year is not going to be October 1st. Because next year's a leap year. No, yeah, I mean, even if it was. So it's two days off. So, anyways, if you have any calendar concerns to our listeners, please make sure you're referring to Donna, who's an expert. Next up, <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Jackass O'Lantern, remember. <laughs> Pepin Edo um, at Epcot. I know you guys don't like this place. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, we did 46 for adult, for uh, me or Val, 42 for the other adult. Um, Aiden loves steak, so he would actually get a little bit more of an expensive meal here. Um, for him, it would be $26. Um, and I think the bruiser got chicken, so there's that. For those who might not know, the bruiser is what Jamie lovingly refers to as his daughter, Peyton. Yeah. I usually shorten it to bruise. She likes that. Does she? Yeah. No, I swear to God. What, one time I called her. I'm like, hey, Peyton, can, I don't know. Can you come over here or something? And she comes over and she's just like confused look on her face. I, I couldn't even figure out what I wanted her for. And I said... Peyton, what's what's the matter? Why do you have that look on your face? And she goes, Daddy, I thought you called me Bruiser. <laughs> Poor baby thinks that's her name. So. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, with the drinks, $162 at Teppan Ito um, for the day total, $237.20. Coming out, believe it or not, even though that's a pretty pricey meal, a loss of $1074. Factor in the $24 snacks, $13.26. Okay. Um, yeah, which is, I think, Donna, that actually may be the most expensive um, meal that ends up in a loss. Yeah, I think so, which is kind of interesting to think about. 
But not after you add in the snacks, and certainly not if after you add in the drinks for the the refillable cups. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? That is something I, should, I I didn't know how to to quantify the cups. You know, I could do twenty dollars and divide it by you know whatever seven nights. Um, no, I think it would just have to be an overall number. Like when you add in your totals, like for seven nights, we would have spent yada yada. The dining plan would have been yada yada, and then you would add in the difference there. Yeah, but I, it's it's either. I mean, basically, I would just add in the twenty dollars because if I'm going right. to buy them, or act well, eighty, I guess, is what you would have to say. Right. Um. You know, at some point, so I I didn't factor that in. You know, because it's it's essentially going to be minuscule. Um, so last table service restaurant that I put on the list, this one, I don't know if we would go back to, I just kind of wanted to fill in an animal kingdom one. Um, so I went with, cause I think Aiden and Peyton would love the characters and they don't remember eating here, um, is Tusker house. Okay. Um, adults, and this is not a cheap meal. Adults, no. $59 kids, 38 Tossed in the 30 for the drink, 299.20 overall, a positive net of 51.26, and then with the snacks, 75.26. So that is the second highest positive gain um, of the entire list, right behind the Hollywood and Vine Fantasmic package. That's wild. It, it is. And like you said, it's a character, it's a buffet. Um, so that that's probably the only one that's eh, we'll see if we end up there or not. Um, so should we run the final totals, Donna? Let's do it. Discuss. So total Disney dining plan cost was seventeen thirty five fifty eight. Okay. Huh? The total number of the quick service and table service um, snacks not included seventeen fifty two forty. For a difference of positive $16.82. When you factor in the snacks, interestingly enough, that difference becomes $184.82. And then add in another 80, Jamie, for the, the fill of the mugs. And then Yeah. All right. Um all right, so we'll just I won't do the percentage with that because I didn't do it ahead of time. Um, so you're figuring uh, two, we'll call it 264, 80, yep. that'd be $80. Um, not factoring that into the total percentage, I am at 110.7%. So I would come out 10 percentage points ahead. So even if you don't do Tusker House, let's say, okay, instead of Tusker, you do Yak and Yeti, you still at worst, at worst are going to be up a hundred bucks probably. Yeah, that's probably fair. Because you when said it was two ninety nine for Tusker versus Yak and Yeti. So that's why I was pulling that number from. The two ninety nine was with the quick. Oh, for the day. Okay. Uh, Tusker house was two twenty four. Okay. So yeah, but I still think it's about right. So I still think you'd be about a hundred ahead. Yeah, I would agree. So what have we learned? From this experiment. We've I, learned that for sure. There is not. And this is 100%. I would, I will argue this with anyone. There is not as big of savings. With the dining plans. Current prices. 
versus current out-of-pocket prices that there was in the past. In the past, I would say to every single client, hey, if you were going to eat a quick service and a table service meal every day, and you know, we would do the snacks, blah, 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 the dining plan's a home run because you will save money. Now you have to at least do character dining probably every other day and make a concerted effort to quote, save money. Yeah, I, I agree with that to what you said. I totally agree with. I also want to make the point that you don't have to do the super, you know, try and milk it for every dollar it's worth. Um, it, it's okay. I, my biggest homecoming, you know, not including that day, not including the snacks, the loss, if you will, $56. And that's why I wanted to expand this a little bit to the seven nights as opposed to the four, where you have a little bit more play and that you're not going to want to do a, a Maybe you want to do character, but you may not want to do the the buffet, the super expensive just to milk it every single day. And that over the course of a seven night plan, a six night plan, like it's okay to take a loss, quote unquote, on it on a given day. Um, Because like I said, as long as I hit a 90 percent threshold, I was personally comfortable with saying, yeah, this is the way to go. Um and I'm I'm a huge with the prepay and the convenience of it, and then looking at it overall. Like I'm not getting the super cheap plan where I'm getting a 55% return on investment. I mean, right? Then we're having some other serious discussions. But you know, 110%. I think I did pretty well. And again, it wasn't you were not going out of your way to make sure right that you were getting the most bang for your buck. This is a very real plan for your family. Yeah. So we shall see. I'd imagine most of these, I'm probably going to go to Tusker house. Like we said, a little bit more, um, you know, up in the air, so to speak, but Jamie, maybe breakfast. And I know that you are already considering breakfast at Ohana, but their breakfast food is more traditional fare and it's always a good meal. Yeah, I, the the characters would be the deciding factor. But I was going to say, if I was going to do a breakfast in that area, I'd probably go to Boma. Boma, yeah, but you're not the characters at Tusker House. You, don't, I don't think you mentioned this, or if you did, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you say it. But their outfits are really stinking oh, they cute. They are. No, the co- costumes are are awesome, and it's. I know Mickey, Goofy, and Donald. And Minnie. There's got to be one more. Is it Minnie? Okay, I wasn't sure it who is. the fourth was. Um, yeah. And I know you're not talking about Christmas time because you're talking about June, but uh, Christmas time, for those who might be interested, Tusker House really, really, really decorates the restaurant beautifully. And the characters also have cute, like, additions to their costumes for Christmas time. So they're still safari esque, but also Christmas esque. And I told you, speaking of Tusker House, was originally a quick service, right? Yeah, I thought I thought you knew that. So I don't know. I, I think it was super interesting to kind of do this this little experiment. And who knows, Donna? Maybe a few months down the road, we'll revisit and kick around some other uh, restaurant combinations. 
No, for sure. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys uh, so much for listening as always. Uh, next week, we are going to be playing one of our favorite games, Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. Um, I believe Jamie gets to try to torture me, but we can check We can check on that off podcast. Um, before we sign up here, I just want to wish a very happy seventh birthday. I don't know how that's possible to my little munchkin turning seven this coming Friday. Guys, as always, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon. Very well done.